Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. On the overnight crowd, it is time to look now at the AFLW competition. We are at the absolute pointy end. But before we get to the grand final, we need to have a bit of a breath and look back at the prelims because they're both belters of a game. It was a great weekend to watch women's footy. And joining us once again is Alex Catalano of the Inner Sanctum to talk through everything that happened across both of these games. Alex, uh, thanks for your time again here on the overnight crowd. Thank you for having me. No, you're right. Fantastic weekend. Prelim finals always seem to deliver um, in the AFLW and definitely was the case this week. So if we start with the game at the MCG, it was Melbourne Demons, Brisbane Lions, and this game had all of it. It was close. It was thrilling. And in the end, the Melbourne side got through 5-3-33 to 4-5-29. But geez, you felt like even that final siren, you still were waiting to see which team was going to take this win. Yeah, well, I was I was at this game covering it, um, and everybody was pretty uh, pretty chill, pretty relaxed by the about two minutes to go in the last quarter. All the journos written up their match reports, and then Brisbane <laughs> kicked that that goal, and there was thirty seconds to go out of the St. Events, and everybody's oh my god, we're going to have to rewrite the whole thing. Um, but no, it was thrilling right to the end. Such a, an intense, scrappy game to start. Uh, so much pressure from both sides. It really, you could tell these were two teams that were. So desperate to fight to get to the grand final, but you got to take your hats off to Melbourne with just how they, I don't know, when the game was there to be won, they were the team that lifted in all the ways they needed to. Um, I am amazed at Alyssa Bannon and how smart she is in her football for a player so young. Uh, she won this game for the Demons off the back of her her hard running inside 50, crumbing the ball for a player who is nearly 180 centimetres tall, no right to be crumbing a footy like that. Uh, she was outstanding in this match, genuine game winner. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, she kicked three for the day and, as you said, ended up really sort of carrying it through and making sure she just wasn't having a bar of uh, the Brisbane Lions comeback, was she? No, not at all. They they tried the Lions, like I said, that last quarter. Um, at times, they probably looked like the better team, but it was that coming out of the second half, I think, that really, really did it for Melbourne. I think they came out and looked like they'd kind of readjusted a bit better. Three goals to the, the Lions won. Um, I think it was a lot out of the clearances as well. Tyler Hanks got a lot of praise in this game, but it wasn't just her. Eliza McNamara, Lily Mitten, Karen Passman on the wing, her impact tagging all her Ojoia and also still having an enormous offensive game herself uh, was something that the veterans do. You know, that's what they're, they're built for. They come into these finals knowing that they've got to perform. Uh, it was a great battle in the middle, in the ruck as well. Great to see Lauren Pierce and Talia Hickey going head-to-head. Another one of the, the cases of the, the young up-and-comers versus one of the veterans of this comp. Um, and they, they both had their moments, but um, really, really thrilling matchup. I'm very excited to see the Ds 
through to their first. It would have been nice to see a replay from last year, but very well deserved. Definitely the two best teams from the year going through the grand final. Yeah, an unfortunate finish to the season for Brisbane Lions, but it is the story, isn't it? Someone has to lose these games. And, you know, they were premiers last year, just couldn't get their way to the big dance this year, but still, um, you know, one of the powerhouses of the competition. They remain. The next game was over in Adelaide, of course, hosted by Adelaide. Uh, 6 4 40 to 4 2 26. The Crows, in the end, they just proved better across every single line in the field. I guess, like I said, the two best teams from all year, and no one's been better this season uh, than Adelaide. Interesting, the last game between these two was a very obviously scrappy, low scoring, defensive kind of affair. These two teams are really, really strong backlines, and I think we talked about that yeah. a little bit last week. Uh, but good to see the Crows. Get a decent score up on the board too. Their forwards looked lively. Their midfield is obviously doing their thing. Sarah Allen actually didn't have to do too much work in, in this one. Only the three marks for her. So clearly something was going right forward of centre um, for the Crows. But yeah, it's a great by them to win a, a home grand final once again. They love playing them at Adelaide Oval. Um, they'll be looking for that revenge from last year because they don't usually like to let teams come over from interstate I think Jen and spoil their party because uh, it's one of the one of their favourite things to do is win at home. Yeah, well, Frio got things back just right at the end of that second quarter. They got a little bit of momentum leading into the main break. A uh, couple of goals scored in that quarter, and it was like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe we're still heading somewhere here. But that third quarter, Adelaide just shut them out, didn't allow them to score again uh, in that third quarter, and that sort of really gave the nice buffer for Adelaide. Yeah, it was interesting. I think they never really, I guess, like you said, they threatened to to take that momentum back, but they never quite got it, got it uh, swinging in their favour. You know, they, they've been such a strong team all year, Frio, but I think, unfortunately for them, it was one of those cases of everything sort of going wrong at the wrong time. Obviously, they had all those players go out with uh, the COVID protocols and... Not, not to say they haven't looked um, as strong as they had the rest of the year before then, but definitely that disruption, I'm sure, was a little bit of a factor. But, you know, they'd still be proud to say all the, the usual suspects showed up and did their thing. Um, Hayley Miller, maybe we'll talk a little bit about her later when we're talking about the uh, the awards coming up. But um, what a season from her, honestly. I think if people weren't taking notice of her before now, they definitely have because she has just become one of the bona fide best midfielders of the competition uh, and it's really not even close. She's right up in that elite category now. Um, but really across all the lines, I think they've had these players break out. Sarah Veria was awesome all year round. I yeah. think she's starting to get some recognition too. Dana East really complimenting Kiara Bowers as that inside, more defensive type. She's been awesome when they've needed her to, to tag players too. And, of course, the Antonios are always fantastic. Ev and Kara were both awesome in this game too. So... I think Frio and Brisbane will both absolutely be looking to go again next year. And I think they'll be teams that will want to be making their mark on the finals once again in, well, 2022 part two. <laughs> That's it, yeah, 2022 part two. It's all it's a little bit confusing, the language we're going to be using. So that means we now know our grand finalists. It is the top two teams throughout the regular season. It's the final we probably all actually really wanted and, and you know, it's the right way for it to go. Adelaide hosting Melbourne Demons at Adelaide Oval on Saturday. How much are you looking forward to this game? I am looking at the bank account. I'm looking at the flights and I'm wondering, (laughs) is there any possible way to make this work? If I wasn't going on a a holiday the weekend after, I probably would. But no, it's um, 
this team, this Crows team, is obviously the most experienced when it comes to grand finals in the league. So they know what they're doing. This week is going to be like a regular match week for them. They've done it that many times. Um, but I think it's exciting that it is sort of that that little bit of a new ground where we've got a team who's been there since the very start versus a team like the Demons who, since the start of the AFLW, they've been just on that edge, just right nearly there, but um, haven't managed to break through to the grand final. And I think after two years of you know losing the prelim last year, didn't get the chance to, to fight out the prelim in 2020 and just missing out with the, the conference and percentages before that, mm-hmm. Um, deserved for them and obviously the things they've made this year were players that were always going to add and make them that little bit better. I think there's exciting matchups across every line. I really can't wait. Um, I especially can't wait to see what they're going to do with Taylor Harris, of course. Uh, great matchup with Phoebe Monaghan on the weekend. Kept her completely out of it, but whether the Crows have to throw someone like a Sarah Allen who does like to play a bit more loose uh, onto her will be really interesting and it should change up game plans a fair bit. So that'll make for good viewing at the very least. Uh, It's going to be good viewing, no doubt. There's also the two sort of storylines of two of the big names in Phillips for the Crows, Daisy Pierce for the Ds. It it immediately puts bums on seats. Oh, absolutely. Two superstars of the competition that have been there since... It started, and Daisy, she's a big game player. She won probably about four million more premierships than anyone else had in her time in the VWFL. Um, she's got more medals in her cabinet than she can probably count to. I'm sure she'd love to have an AFLW premiership medal in there as well. Uh, I'd love to see both of these two are going to be definite contenders for the best on ground because they do lift in the big games. Erin, no more so than anyone. She's always up and about when it comes to these sort of games. Um, But I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting, people talking about whether it's going to be the sort of end of an era, whether these two, both of them, one of them, look to to hang up the boots after this match. I think uh, it's all well and good to speculate. The way they're both (laughs) playing at the moment, they could go around for another five years if they really wanted to. Um, But even past then, there's all-star matchups across every line. I mentioned Taylor before, but they've got to worry about the likes of Kate Hoare, too, in that forward line. The midfield, when you're looking at you know, Tyler Hanks and Ebony Marinoff and Anne Hatchard and all these huge names going head-to-head. Uh, it's it's really one of those games where I want to look at the individual matchups and you know try and break it down, who's going to get the after hand, but really it's going to be... Just who does it better on the day because they're matched equally, I think, really across every line. So both these two teams, every shot of winning it, you've got to give the Crows that little bit of an extra chance being at home. But, geez, I think the Ds are every chance as well. Well, you and I will both be uh, glued to our televisions to watch that game on Saturday, Adelaide versus Melbourne. Something else we'll both be watching pretty intently. Tuesday night, it is part of grand final week, always tradition, isn't it, to have the big awards night. So, Let's talk a couple of predictions. Uh, We won't go into the All-Australian because that's way too many players to get your thoughts on. Uh, We can review that maybe in another week. But Rising Star and uh, the BNF, who do you think these big awards are going to head towards or the big contenders for them anyway? Yeah, Rising Star, I've been umming and ahhing on for the past few weeks because the nominations keep coming through and every time someone gets nominated, I go, oh, they're a good shot or they're a good (laughs) shot too because there's just been so many good youngsters. I mentioned Alyssa Bannon before. She had an awesome year, and she'd definitely be in the running. Uh, Mimi Hill is one that I would love to see take it out. She only played six games, but I think in those six games, she was genuinely 
uh, one of, if not, we are in that elite category of uh, midfields in the competition. So she'd have to be right up there too. But it is hard to go past Charlie Rowbottom from the Suns. Her year was absolutely outstanding. She's been nominated as one of Gold Coast MVP nominees for the MVP voting. Um, she's named in the um, in the 22 under 22 team as well. She's already got those accolades. Um, I think she'd be very, very hard to beat, and I see the voters going for her, that's for sure. That will be an interesting one to watch out because there's plenty of good names in that list. And this one, even harder to, to pick, I reckon, but the BNF, who, who's getting the W award? Yeah, another one that I've been – this one I've been – I feel like I've pulled out the whiteboard and I'm getting the calculator <laughs> and the numbers and going round by round because there are so many players in contention this year. I thought last year it was sort of that – you know, Brie Davey won the, the MVP, I think it was, and, and Kiara Bowles won the Coach's Award, and then they both ended up winning it. So that was certainly deserved. Um, Emily Bates has already won the Coach's Award, which I think could be a little bit of a sign there. And I've been very, very high on her all year long. Um, what she's done with the Lions, she's gone from being a, a great midfielder to being an elite midfielder, if not one of the best. Her work defensively, her work offensively, both as strong as each other. She's a tackling machine, which is hard to do when you've already got the likes of Ellie Anderson going to work every week in the Lions midfield. She still manages to get 10 or so of her own, which is outstanding. Um, I mentioned Hayley Miller before. She's got to be a shot in there too. I think Kiara Bowers missed a number of games. That could give her plenty of opportunity to be racking up the three votes. I know everybody's looking at the likes of Asher Adele and um, you know, Jasmine and Garner, those kinds, but they're going to be taking votes off each other. I don't know. Hatchard and Marinoff, the same. Thoughts will get a few here and there. So I just think I look at a player that's been the standout from a club that's right up there on the ladder, uh, and Bates is one I definitely can't go past. Okay, so Bates for you for best and fairest. Rowbottom for the Rising Star, a real Queensland feel to both of your uh, award predictions. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, they've had a, a good year, those two teams. The Suns probably could have notched up a few more wins too here and there. Um, but no, it's good to see. Football's nice and strong in Queensland at the moment. It is good. So thanks so much for rounding up everything uh, from the exciting prelim finals. It's Any time it's grand final week, regardless of sport, it seems to just get the excitement for me going. And I am definitely excited about this Saturday's game and do not want to miss a minute of it. And I know you won't either. I look forward to chatting with you via text as we get excited about the game. But thanks for uh, talking to us again um, on the Overnight Crowd tonight. Absolutely. Anytime. I cannot wait yet. Hopefully this time next week we've got an amazing grand final to look back on. Oh, I cannot wait to talk to you again. So this is Alex Catalano and all his best work to do with AFLW here on the Overnight Crowd. We bring you the big guests and next week we will be able to go over everything from the grand final, the winners, the big takeouts of it and the big takeouts of the year as well. So stick around here on the Overnight Crowd. More to come in just a moment. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.